The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in. It's hour number two of the early line right here with you on the grid. Making it happen a little Friday morning. Kevin Walsh, tiny right side, DRS. I thought it would make some sense to look at the college basketball slate but for the weekend, quickly. We've got great games to preview today. DRS has picked out a tangy slate yeah. uh, for us to find mm-hmm. some value in. But we, we are at the point now where I don't want to take away the opportunity for us here to look at some of the high-level action, Donnie, that's going to be going on over the weekend. We are at a very important part of this college basketball schedule. Yes, we certainly are. And by the way, coming up in the next segment, we break down some of the games that are going to take place tonight, Kevin. As we said, some of these conferences, this is their last game of the regular season. So we're that close here. When you take a look at like ACC competition, they got three, four games left here. It's coming to a close here. And now also, Kevin, when you're taking a look, this is no longer, hey, we'll get it together. It's early January. Every one of these wins and losses for some of these teams put you on the bubble, in the tournament, or out of the tournament. And also, Kevin, how about your seedings here coming up in the conference championship playoffs? This is a sensational time to, to sort of have that extra rooting interest because a lot of these games mean a lot to some of these teams. No doubt about it, which is why, for me, what I think is the most important game of the weekend, I could be wrong, but in my eyes, it's North Carolina, Virginia. UNC, the preseason, AP number one. UVA right now is sixth in the country, though that'll be changing as they just lost to Boston College. And, of course, they lost to Boston College on the road. Wouldn't have lines available yet for this game. I would anticipate UNC, though, DRS being a slight favorite as this game is going to be on their home floor. But this is the kind of game that North Carolina absolutely has to have if they are legitimately going to make a run here to being in the tournament and and not having to sweat everything out come Selection Sunday. We know they're on the bubble. They got a nice win at Notre Dame, but they have to be able to protect their home floor here against UVA. Extra motivation, Kevin. That's what you're talking about here. Now, emotions do run into it, and you can't bet that way, but also you're just taking a look at, oh, no, Virginia, a top 10 ranked team for now going against an unranked team in North Carolina, and you're right. Where's that line going to be? Minus two, minus two, minus three here. Let's just say for UNC, that line is going to scream for them, but rightfully so. If Virginia loses this game, ah, eh, no big deal. We'll see you guys maybe later in the ACC championship. But then again, if it's North Carolina losing this game, you're sitting square on the bubble. This is one of those victories you can point to late in the season where the committee goes, look at that. 
Just beat Virginia, top 10 team at home. These are massive games here, which again, if this was three or four weeks earlier, there's no real need for North Carolina going, ah, we'll get them tomorrow night. Maybe there is no tomorrow night if you don't win these type of games. They'll be favored. They'll be at home. They need to win. It should be fun to watch it play out. Absolutely so. To then move forward to another game that uh, I want to keep an eye on here. And, you know, you alluded to this yesterday, Donnie, with the Gonzaga-St. Mary's Mm -hmm. game. Now, both of these teams are firmly in the tournament. You know Gonzaga's going to be favored in this basketball game, though, with it being on their home floor. Uh, WCC implications are here. It's also just really trying to figure out how good is Gonzaga? We, you know, sometimes within the WCC, people have complained over the years, well, they don't get good enough tests, and that's where things fall short when they get into the tournament. St. Mary's is eighth in Ken Palm. Radio audience joins us Friday morning, early line, Sirius XM, Channel 159. Eighth in Ken Palm, Don. They are playing a top 10 team in college basketball, Gonzaga, late season. This is the kind of test you want. It's a big opportunity. It's awesome, and it's going to be fun to watch it play out because you have a team with a lot of tempo against a team that's very methodical. You're going to have an awesome home court environment up in the kennel there in Spokane, Washington. But also, Kevin, how many times are you putting in a game going, hey, Gonzaga's got revenge on their minds? It's usually, hey, can somebody actually beat Gonzaga here in the West Coast Conference? I think St. Mary is a better team, but again, Kevin, you're on the road in a hostile environment where this team is not used to use, excuse me, used to losing at home. I can't wait to watch it play out, but I do think Gonzaga gets this. I actually think Gonzaga pulls the win in this one. Again, uh, it is one to say they need is is maybe a bit exaggerating. It, but in terms dragon of dragon rights, man, like if you're big time, it, but also Don, like, if you have a future on Gonzaga, you need to see mm-hmm. them win that basketball game. Like that's like one that you won't need to see go through the net here. Alabama's also got another game. This time they're at home, though. They play Arkansas. Here's the thing. First game, it's on the road, South Carolina. As long as you win, right, you can kind of push through it. But I want to see, does Alabama get back to their dominant ways? Considering they're at home, DRS, I mean, they're probably going to still flirt with, what, double-digit favorite status here in this game against the Razorbacks? How Alabama is able to perform, and Brandon Miller as well, coming off of the 41-point night, is another key thing to watch this weekend. No, it certainly is. And again, as we talk about Alabama, isn't it nice to have a team that's number one from three-point range on defense at defending, number one inside the arc on defense defending, and how about their offense? Not too shabby either, Kevin. Number one in conference play, making the three, number one at finishing inside of the three-point line. It's tremendous. It's hard to bet against, and they're home. But you are looking for a little bit of that. Now, hold on. South Carolina was a bad basketball team. You just escaped. Now mm-hmm. you come home. Let's see what happens. The last time they sort of faltered at Oklahoma, you saw their performance against Vanderbilt. 60-point win. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, also, by the way, on Saturday, top 10 matchup between Baylor and Texas. The Baylor mm-hmm. Bears home Ooh. for that basketball game. But we get to tonight's slate of college basketball coming up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or... 
get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. College basketball picks right back up here. There is a game tonight featuring a ranked squad. That would be Xavier uh, as they play local uh, here for us uh, up against Seton Hall. Uh, there are still plenty of options, though, beyond that. But we do begin with that ranked game here, Donnie, with Xavier and Seton Hall in the Big East. Uh, Xavier's been great at 12-5, and 20-8 overall, the 16th team in the country but it is a light line since they are on the road here. Total for this one is 140 and a half. What are you seeing? Yeah, you're going to get some tempo there from Xavier, but also when you take a look at these two teams too, because I think Xavier's a good basketball team, but as we always talk about, how are you actually playing lately, Kevin? If we take a look at Xavier, 12-5 and five in conference play, which is fantastic, but how about this? Losers of three of their past four games. You take a look at Seton Hall, look at them three of their fast four games. They've also lost nine and eight overall record. But here's the difference. Xavier's actually a decent road team. Five and four, you say, ah, it's right about 500. That's actually very good for a you know top-tier team because most of the time, the only road games they're getting are against other top-tier teams or actually just playing in their own conference. Most of those games come at home. If you look at Seton Hall, nine and four overall. I do think, I think Xavier gets back on their feet in this game. A light line here. Again, it's New Jersey. I'm in New Jersey. I can't actually bet this game. But if we're taking a look at a ranked opponent mm -hmm. that's going to be playing in conference play, I look for Xavier to bounce back in this one. I do. Tough loss to Villanova. I think they handle their business against Seton Hall here at the Rock. And, and Seton Hall's not been impenetrable uh, at home. Just a 7-6 and six home record against the number yeah. on this season. So it could be a nice spot there for Xavier. Moving forward, then, we've got some good 8-10 action here between Richmond and VCU. VCU uh, is just underneath being a double-digit favorite in this basketball game. Total checking in in the lower 130s right now, seeing 133.5. With VCU and Richmond, where's your eye go? It's a fun game, and I've watched this game for years here because Richmond, usually a pretty good basketball team, VCU in that upper echelon of those mid-major type teams. Uh, both of these teams, you know, Richmond, where are they from? Obviously, Richmond, VCU, where are they from? Ah, Richmond as well, cross-town rivalry. But as you line this game up, VCU, as we know, Kevin, is very good on defense. They've built, ever since the Shaka Smart days, we are going to press you full court and make it extremely tough to beat you. And also, Kevin, let's take a look at one of the better home court advantages in college basketball is actually at VCU, continuously at the Siegel Center, being sold out time after time. This one will be sold out again. 
The one thing I do like about Richmond, though, here is how about this? In conference play, Kevin, number one at not turning the basketball over. And as we said with VCU, number one at turning you over. But if we're looking from an edge here and where I think you dig in, VCU should be able to score on Richmond, Kevin. Number three in effective field goal percentage and also number three in efficiency in conference play. They shoot the three-point shot pretty well at 36%, but also not a volume team, Kevin, from three-point line. If there's 15 teams in conference play, you know who shoots the least amount of three-point shots there? It's actually VCU, but they certainly take mm. advantage of the wide-open look. Scoring down low, Kevin, number one in conference play, 56% of their point distribution comes from down low. If I'm looking at this game overall, it's simple to me. VCU is going to force Richmond to get a little bit more up-tempo. They love the full-court press, but what also makes sense for Richmond if you don't love their offense? They don't turn the basketball over. So you know what that means? They are continuously going to be in position to make wide-open jump shots. And also, VCU, we know that up-tempo pressure, they're okay with fouling if it causes some turnovers. But take a look at the conversions here from a Richmond perspective. Number one in conference play, Kevin, 77% from the free-throw line. Offset on an over in this game, the 133.5. I think we get at least 135-plus here tonight. And we've seen a lot of overs for Richmond when they are booked as an underdog, 7 of 10 on the season. So looking for that trend to continue here in some 8-10 action. We then go off the beaten path a little bit here with Georgia State and James Madison trying to find the value, though. That's what a Friday card truly brings out, Donnie, because there's just one ranked team, but it doesn't mean there's only one opportunity. James Madison, a 14.5-point favorite. Total for this one is 140 and a hook. What are we looking for here? I mean, you want to talk about emotions. Emotions running wild in the building tonight in Harrisonburg, Virginia. At the Atlantic Union Bank Center tonight, it might be senior night tonight. The last time this team will play on its home court, and they're a good basketball team, and they're going up against a horrendous team in Georgia State. There's 14 teams in the Sun Belt here. You know it's 14th in efficiency? Yeah, it's Georgia State on offense. Turning the basketball over, 20% of their possessions, Kevin, end in a turnover. Why is that big? Take a look at JMU's defense. As we just talked about VCU, they're going to pressure you, and they force you into turnovers, which could lead to easy buckets. If you're looking for a team in Georgia State to try to stay in this one, as some of the underdogs can do by making the three-point shot, dead last in conference play at 30%. You know what's even worse? There's 14 teams in conference play, Kevin. They're 12th at actually shooting the three-point shot. So that whole, hey, shoot a lot of three-point shots, make some. That's the key to an upset with a lesser team. They can't even do that correctly here. JMU also getting to the free throw line here. Number one in conference play, 23% of their points, Kevin, come from the free throw line. Georgia State fouls. It's going to be hammer time tonight in Virginia. A blowout victory for JMU. Shout out to Georgia State. They have the second worst cover percentage in college basketball. How many wins they got on the road, K-Dub? Can you guess? I don't know. I just said it, Donnie. They are 6-19-1 against the spread on the season. And they are 2-12 when booked as a dog Mm. against the number. Like, you can't throw this team enough points here. 14 and a half looks light, according to you. And basically, that's what it's been all year long for the Panthers. Tough scene. No doubt. Last one I think we have time for here is Coastal Carolina and Troy. Now, I see this, and I ask myself, I mean, what's Grayson McCall's points prop here? You're telling me Grayson McCall's not on the court for this basketball game? It doesn't even make sense. Troy, though, at home tonight, Donnie, is a a 9.5-point favorite as we stay in the Sun Belt. Total here, 143 and a half. What's the angle? 
I mean, again, you're talking about the Sun Belt here. Last game at home for Troy Tears. Kevin, I go, I take this back to uh, 1999, right? My last home game in the NJAC Conference here playing for William Patterson. Huge emotional day. Ended up setting a record. And then we got blown out in the game. So that shows the emotion was wrong, I guess, on my end of it to actually try and perform. Maybe you get that from Troy. Maybe you don't. But they should roll tonight. Absolutely, Kevin. Let's just focus on the Troy offense, which isn't very efficient. But you know how you get after it? A team dead last on defense, which is Coastal Carolina. You're taking a look at Troy's offense. They don't even shoot the three-point shot all that well. 13th overall in conference play. But you know what they do, Kevin? They shoot more three-point shots than anybody else in conference play. I just told you Coastal Carolina's defense is terrible. You know who lets you shoot more three-point shots than anybody in conference play? It's Coastal Carolina. I love these type of matchups, which means one team goes, I want to shoot the three. The other team goes, go ahead and shoot all you want. Let's go, Troy. Team mm. total to the over tonight for Troy. Oh, man. Sunbelt action. I mean, this is this is your home. There's double Sunbelt here on a Friday. I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine anything better for you here to send the people into the weekend. Double Sunbelt. Yeah. Do you feel back? The numbers are true. Does it I feel do. right, Donnie, at this point? Yeah, I mean, there, there was a time in my life here, Kevin. I'm like, hey, man, you need to take Troy's team total. Troy's team total? Only one book has it. Not anymore, people. This is also the FanDuel Sportsbook, everywhere else. Get involved. Team totals are fun, and it's even more fun when you're dealing with the lower-level conferences like the Sun Belt. They're going to perform tonight. Final game on the schedule for the Sun Belt. It just means more. Not in the SEC. In the Sun Belt. I remember my introduction to ERS, money line. Well, no, not money line. In play sports tonight. Mm. You know, we Ooh, check in, we want to give the people what we're what, what 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 we're rocking with. And you know me, I'm kind of you know, straightforward stuff. There's all right, I got this Mount St. Mary's total tonight, over 63 and a half. Lamar. Have, what? Mm-hmm. I'd have yeah, I'd have to, and I'd have to write it down. But this is this isn't new. This is this is what this is what you do, and it's fantastic. It brings the juice for the people. I also I wish they were sneaking in another midday game. Yesterday, all of a sudden, we were we were live mm. on Moneyline. They had a little midday college basketball. Not today, but that's all right. Still plenty we'll be able to get involved with on Moneyline. But we're not done yet here on the early line. The NBA popping off tonight. We break down that slate after a quick break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. NBA action here begins with Miami and Milwaukee. The Bucks are home against the Heat. They are without Giannis Antetokounmpo for this basketball game. They are a slight favorite here. Minus 116 in the money line. The Heat are minus 102. 217 and a half is the total for this basketball game. As the Bucs are going to have to go out there without Giannis. Middleton available, Donnie, but off of the bench. Still has just not been able to find his footing yet here for this Bucs team. And this is a stretch that they could really afford for him to step up. We don't even get Chris Middleton points props this early in the morning. Probably putting a lot of the responsibility then on Drew Holiday's shoulders. No, it certainly does. And sometimes you would say to yourself, Kevin, right? Like, okay, well, Giannis is going to be out of this game. There's going to be a lot more shots to go around. And you usually find yourself saying, okay, Drew Holiday will be able to handle that. But it always goes back to the notion here. Whenever I think Miami Heat, right? We have a total that's going to probably be sitting, what, 218, 217 and a half. It used to be back in the old in-play sports tonight days, hey, look. You want to bet that Heat game, there's other games out here because you know where those points props go to die. It's typically against the Miami Heat. But I would look towards Drew Holiday at the FanDuel Sportsbook right now, Kevin, if you want his points prop, 21 and a half, which makes sense. Again, if Giannis's typical night is 30 points, there's going to be another 15, 16, 17 shots available and maybe another 30 points on the table. Drew Holiday should be able to pick that up here in that starting lineup. Drew Holiday, where he's really been able to benefit without Giannis in the lineup, has been the assist department. Uh, He's played six, or excuse me, seven games without him. 13, 8, 11, 10, 11, 7, 10. So he's over Mm. seven and a half in six of seven games with the one loss coming by the hook. Here's the caveat, though. Chris Middleton has played in zero of those seven games that Drew Holiday played without Giannis. So Middleton coming off of the bench tonight, Could he, though, find himself maybe playing 30 minutes? The game uh, that they played on the 14th, he was out there for 25. The game before that against the Lakers, he was out there for 25. And that was kind of, that was almost the apex of the Middleton season uh, outside of his first few games of the year. That's the one thing for me on the Drew Holiday numbers that I want to be a little cautious of. Despite coming off of the bench, could Chris Middleton factor in a little bit more here than anticipating. I'm curious if we get any Middleton's props as these numbers develop throughout today. We then get over to the Atlanta Hawks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Quickly, before we even break the game down, some reports coming out that the Hawks are going to look at Quinn Snyder as their potential head coach. I'm not sure if this is a deal that can get done in season. I'm sure there is some temptation, though, to make that happen for Atlanta because Quinn Snyder... While the Jazz had their shortcomings, undoubtedly, the Hawks are in a spot right now where they will gladly take those shortcomings of a disappointing round two exit or a a competitive, competitive round one. Atlanta last year had a non-competitive opening series and sits right now as a sub-500 basketball team. If Quinn Snyder's willing to take that job at Atlanta, Donnie, I think that's something the Hawks should look to get done in quick order. 
No, they should, but also, uh, let's take a look at this, Kevin. The NFL, right? Lamar Jackson. Well, does he want to stay in Baltimore? Does he not? Uh, we're going to hire a new, exciting offensive coordinator and put an offense around Lamar. Did you speak to your player? No, I didn't. Did Lamar reach out to you? No, he didn't. Now, for the Atlanta Hawks, Kevin, I want to ask you this question because we're going to talk about the bump of a new coach or just a coach leaving town. McMillan's gone. Mm-hmm. There's no way the Atlanta Hawks, like, hey, by the way, we're not going to ask Trey Young, who couldn't stand the last like coach or two that we had here, and we want him to stick around and be happy. They had to go to Trey Young, and he had to give his blessing. Am I right, or am I wrong here? I, no, I, I think you would you would think so. Uh, well, though, they very well could. Because remember how they held on to McMillan? Many call him McMillions. Remember how they held on to him, uh, Donnie, because they didn't want to yeah. kind of give in to the Trey Young stuff? So maybe they are intentionally not bringing him into the fold there. Uh, it does, though, again, kind of pull us back to tonight's game. I, do you, do you, are you narrative style here betting on Atlanta? Head coach gone yes. bump? Are you betting Trey Young overs head coach gone bump? Yeah, here's what we got to. The FanDuel Sportsbook. We only have Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Jared Allen. Obviously, there's only Cleveland Cavaliers props up here. But this is the one that you sort of circle here where it's on Trey Young, it feels like now. I was the reason that Nate McMillan is gone. I couldn't stand him. I told management every day I can't even function with this guy. Well, Nate McMillan is gone now. So now it's on Trey Young. And yes, you had a week to sort of decompress here. The coaching change was made. You have the interim head coach here. Cleveland played last night against a very good Nuggets team and lost. So it is a back-to-back. And they're going on the road in this back-to-back. This screams of Atlanta. Because also, the same way I talked about the Mavericks, like, hey, they need a win. Or the Lakers, they need a win coming out of the break. The Atlanta Hawks need a win coming out of the break. And also, Trey Young has to act like, see that? It was McMillan. It wasn't me. 33 points, 11 assists, <laughs> six rebounds. Yeah. See what I'm getting at here? It should be a big mm-hmm. night. I would be looking all over at Trey Young. I really would be. I, I think that's totally understandable. Uh, I will say the one thing I won't be looking at the over on is this total. Uh, as the Cavs are coming off of the second leg of the back-to-back, uh, this will be the 11th time this season over the first 10 Eight of them have gone under the number. And that's a trend. Sometimes you see a trend, you can't explain it. That one makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, a team that plays double bigs, has the ability to slow it down. The fact that you're playing without rest means you probably want to pull back tempo, tired legs. All of that lines up to me. And under tonight in Atlanta, right now that number 225 and a half would not surprise. The Chicago Bulls and the Brooklyn Nets do battle in the Windy City. The Bulls are a slight favorite here in this basketball game as the new-look Nets look to stay hot as they had a really nice victory against the Miami Heat before the All-Star break. Is it too simple, Don, to just try and attack McCall Bridges' props? 20-and-a-half is hardly a discount. But again, the last time we saw him, 45 points on the board. Yeah, and also, who needs the game more? Now, granted, there's not three games left, and if we win two or three, we get into the playoffs, but it just feels like, to me, like the Nets are a little bit more on solid footing. Let's go on the road and see what happens here, see if we can pick out a win. But the Chicago Bulls with, you know, Lonzo Ball's now down for the year. What are we going to get out of this? You know, careening off of the road heading into the All-Star break. Was the decompression period of that week going to be solid here for the Bulls where they go, okay, look, We're rested. We can still make a run. Not to say we can make it into the top six, but certainly we should be able to get into the play-in. I look for a big performance out of the Bulls. And now I could be an idiot by doing that here, knowing what the Bulls have had. (laughs) Because the same thing we talked about the Spurs. Like, Pop's like, hey, 
you young team, you better get it together. Think about if you really want to play basketball. Yeah, they came back and told Pop they really want to play basketball by getting smoked right out of the break by the Mavericks here. But I'm going to go with the Bulls tonight. I think the Bulls come with a performance that shows you whether or not they're actually in or out. They need this win. They should get this win over the Nets. I really like a Cam Johnson prop here. Two and a half made threes. It's a big number of plus 140. So here's the deal. He shows up to Brooklyn. Two of eight, two of six, last game three of ten. What do we always talk about? Volume. I love that the last game he got ten of them up. So far with the Brooklyn Nets, very small sample size, Donnie. Three games. He's shooting at 29.2% from beyond the arc. Does anybody know what he shot while he was with Phoenix for the beginning part of this season? 45% from three. How about last year? Legitimate sample size. 42.5% from three. He's about a 40% career three-point shooter here. If I can get three threes with Cam Johnson on six attempts. If I'm going to get 10 attempts, and I think that workload's only going to increase, that game against Miami was the most minutes he's played in a Brooklyn uniform. I think a plus 140, you're getting some nice value here on Cam Johnson and his over. Cam Johnson coming over, of course, from Phoenix. The Suns in action tonight. No Kevin Durant already confirmed for this game, but it does stop the Suns for being a seven and a half point favorite and a total here of 230 and a half as the Oklahoma City Thunder are granted a nice little back-to-back. One of, I believe, three teams tonight by the way that open up the second half of the season how ridiculous the NBA is on a second leg of a back-to-back here Donnie two days in to the second half of the season oh yeah I mean guys were just taking off outside of the all-star break because they had such a good time partying there they need an extra day off here so the NBA slapped some teams with back-to-backs which is kind of ridiculous but would you just get back on the Chris Paul bandwagon here you saw the total in this there's not going to be much defense played Chris Paul's last two games 11 assists and 19 assists and also an older aging player here getting a week off not having to go to the all-star game and perform there I think this might make some sense for Chris Paul's sighting where he gets the double-digit assist if you're looking at the FanDuel Sportsbook Right now, Chris Paul, over 9.5. It is juiced at minus 136, but no reason to believe in my mind. Forget about his scoring. Guys should be wide open tonight. Easy, flowing game. He should get double-digit assists from me tonight. It, it, it almost, you know, wonder, do we go back to something that we we had a, a lot of success, I thought, with last year? The Chris Paul double-double and a Phoenix win, plus 158. We haven't been diving into player performance doubles as much this yeah. season, DRS, but that was one that we always, uh, I felt like, were able to enjoy. Golden State and Houston, we don't have full numbers available for this game just yet as the Warriors are on the second leg of a back-to-back, but a lot of trust here from the books that the Warriors will be playing their guys. They're a double-digit favorite in their own building. Uh, that's normal uh, but against the Houston Rockets, but the fact that it's the second leg of the back-to-back and it's full numbers here Donnie is interesting yeah, and by the way, favored by double digits, which is kind of crazy, but just shows you that at least the Warriors, right, are hoping to make the playoffs and make a run where the Houston Rockets are just hoping to actually lose basketball games. But this is one of those, you know, sort of spots that you set up with Golden State. You never want to take them on a back-to-back regardless of where they are because they usually punt. It's not really anybody they can punt. I mean, it's Poole, Thompson, DiVincenzo, Kaminga, and Green here. It's not a great lineup, but I think that number, minus 10, shows you a lot about not what the bookmakers actually think about the Warriors, Kevin. It's really just about the Rockets. One team doesn't want to win this basketball game. Yeah, I'm looking, though, towards points. Yesterday, an under on the Warriors game. I think this is a bounce-back total look here at a number that should be uh, in the low 230s. Keep your eyes on that. QB questions answered after the break. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back to right here on the grid. That is the NBA slate. Uh, not in its entirety. What did we skip over there? The Timberwolves and the Hornets uh, will be in action tonight. Minnesota favored uh, in that basketball game by six and a half points. The Wizards and the Knicks play in Washington. The Knicks are a slight one-point favorite uh, in Washington. And then late night, the Kings are actually also on a back-to-back. They smashed the Blazers last night who were shorthanded. Uh, the Kings go and play the Clippers. The Clippers are at home for that one. we get back to the NFL, though, for some quarterback questions here. The opportunity to continue to focus in on Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson and see if maybe there are some updates coming our way over this weekend. Uh, there are, though, just some interesting angles that we can pose, Donnie, here. And my question for you on Aaron Rodgers on this lovely Friday morning. Will Aaron Rodgers play in another conference championship game? Uh, yes, if he's with the Packers. How about that? How <laughs> about that? The, the yeah. Green Bay love, though, that you have now found yourself offering up is mm-hmm. a bit surprising. Because I think there's something that you've said to me as we've been able to talk about this again through uh, on-air, off-air, various platforms. You believe that if he stays with Green Bay, they are then actually going to get reinforcements in around Rodgers, which should then elevate them overall? Exactly. All we're looking forward to. How about you do this, Green Bay? I know you can't get, you know, Devontae Adams back. If Aaron Rodgers comes back, you get him a legitimate number one. You have 13 wins before you even start your season next year. It's that simple. I'm not saying they're going to win the championship. What's the MO for Green Bay? When the going gets tough, they get bounced in the playoffs. Well, they can hang around to make an NFC championship game, and they will. Quite frankly, they would probably, in my eyes, be a favorite to get to an NFC championship game next year if Aaron Rodgers comes back. And let's just say they get DeAndre Hopkins at wide receiver. 100% they're back in a conference. So I... 
look, if they bring in a Hopkins, that would be exciting. Some people have kicked Mike Evans' name around. We'll see. Any of them. T. Higgins Any could of be available. Hey, yep. I, I, I hear you, you uh, across the board. I do think that the division is getting better, right? No matter who the Bears quarterback is, you expect that roster to be more talented. True. Lions took yep. a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Even if the Vikings are yep. going to regress, that's still hardly a walkover team. Yep. So I I don't I don't have the same confidence in you and what Rogers' long term success in Green Bay. I think there could be other options out there that are viable for him. But then that begs the question again, because you've often been like, listen, he's not leaving Green Bay. He's not leaving Green Bay. And it was through the eyes of what Rodgers was going to do. Do you think the Packers then are making a big mistake if they push Rodgers out the door? I I, I don't, it, it depends on what you want out of your franchise. Like, it's very hard to get a quarterback. Now, if they feel they have Jordan Love and he's ready to go, then so be it at this point. You can get two first-round draft picks, and then they'll use those two first-round draft picks on wide receivers for Jordan Love to help him, you know, get into that starting lineup, which would be hilarious. But I, I don't know. Like, the pathway to victory for me is Aaron Rodgers just staying in Green Bay. That's the best situation overall. So that's how I'm playing it out. I I hear you again. I think there's a lot of comfort with him staying in Green Bay, but I don't think it just doesn't for me make sense for really anybody anymore. I'm I'm Donnie. I'm, I've given up on the idea that they're going to bring in any of the guys that you've mentioned. They've needed Donnie. They needed to do that while Devontae Adams was there. Like the idea yeah. that hey, like Rogers, are you good just throwing it to Devontae Adams where the wide receiver two has about you know 600 yards? He's like, yeah, that's great, no problem. Like. That, and they've never made that move. Are we going to pretend that they're going to draft a wide receiver this year? Because that sounds like a waste of time. I don't trust that long-term outlook in Green Bay. And I think Rodgers, again, we've talked about the Jets a lot. That's an obvious spot there. We'll see how long the list of teams is. Could the Saints enter the conversation? Do the Panthers enter the conversation? Could the Niners maybe have a change of heart as the more recent Brock Purdy news hasn't been better? Because those are spots where I think they are at minimum as good as what could be there for him in Green Bay. And from the Packers' angle of it, I have no issue with them moving on from Rodgers. They've hit this ceiling a ton. You, you did pour a legitimate resource into Jordan Love in that first-round choice that you're going to want to see what you have there. And I don't know what the return for Rodgers is going to be. It should be solid, though. It, it, you should be getting at least a first-round pick, if not multiple. There should be plenty of suitors. I like the departure for both parties here. The question is going to be then, if it's Jordan Love plus, you know, maybe I don't know how much cap space there really is going to be. What do you think that outlook for Green Bay is going to look like with Jordan Love? Are they going to be booked still, you know, with a nine and a half win total, eight and a half win total? How far down could things drop for Green Bay in just one offseason? 
It depends, right? Because you saw them restructure Aaron Jones at running back, which I thought was a good move for them. They're still going to keep that ground game intact. Hopefully get some better luck being healthy on the offensive line. But if Jordan Love comes in, he is a first-round talent. He's not just making his debut as if, like, man, this is really interesting. I've never seen all these NFL stadiums. Like, no, he's been around the block here. He just hasn't had his chance to play extended playing time in the regular season. And also, again, the joke would be, hey, we got to surround this guy as a young quarterback with as much talent as we need to when you should have been doing that with your all-world quarterback with Aaron Rodgers. And also keep in mind, Kevin, we're at the 17 games now that you're going to play in a season. No longer is it looked at eight and a half and nine and a half games in that same realm of, hey, just get the double-digit wins. Ten and seven is an okay record in the NFL. I think Jordan Love can actually do that. Yeah, I actually will be very tempted by some Green Bay numbers with Jordan Love, which is an odd full-circle thing as much as I've slandered that pick. Uh-huh. The, the roster is not pitiful, though. And I'll I'll have more hesitation, I think, on Detroit than most, and the Vikings are a clown show, and I don't know how much better the Bears can be in one year. Let's get to Lamar, then. I'm going to answer my own question. I'll see what you think here. The question is, is Lamar Jackson the best bet on the MVP board right now? Sixth best odds, 13-1. to 1. The answer for me to that is yes. I think Lamar is getting traded. And there is not a single landing spot where I would not then suggest his odds to win MVP should not grow shorter. The narrative is so obvious. We made cases about this around a guy like Russell Wilson being on the move. What if Rodgers is on the move? The, these, But Lamar Jackson, a player of that talent level, how different Lamar is and how unique he will be wherever he goes, how much he will change everything about an offense that he will enter, is, will be so abundantly clear it couldn't possibly be ignored. And let's not forget that, yes, two years in a row, Lamar's season has ended earlier than the final game of the Ravens season with some injuries. But each of the last two years that Lamar Jackson, before that injury, had the Baltimore Ravens in the hunt or at the one seed in the AFC. I'm telling you right now, dream scenario, this guy goes to any team in the NFC South, and I am all about Lamar Jackson being booked as a minus 200 favorite when we talk about his team to win a division. I think you're looking at a team that will have a win total above double-digit games, thanks to the division, thanks to the conference overall, especially if he goes to the Atlanta Falcons, grabs himself uh, you know, a lower schedule there when, it, when these things start to add up. And Lamar Jackson's ability, when we start, when we try and add guys up statistically to be unique, Lamar Jackson at 13 to 1. I know it's MVP, Donnie, in February. I'm very mm -hmm. tempted by that number. Look, I like the way you laid it out, and there could be a really good chance that you're going to get value at 13 to 1, specifically if he does get traded. But I'm going to play this out the way I think it's going to happen. The Ravens and Lamar Jackson are very far apart right now. The Ravens have probably been on record multiple times. Hey, look, we still have them under control, whether it's a transition tag or it's going to be a franchise tag. The reason why I'm not betting Lamar is not because I don't think he could be an MVP, Kevin, and I don't think he's going to perform at a low level in 2023, regardless of where he goes. But I look at it like this. I don't think we're close to a resolution here. What's the perfect scenario? In the next three weeks, hey, look, we tried for two years to get Lamar Jackson under contract for long term. We were going to give him more money than anybody else, just not guaranteed. He didn't want that to happen. So be it at this point. 
But I don't think that's going to happen, Kevin, in three weeks where he gets traded to a new team that's full OTAs, training camp, good vibes, full pay, and is able to go, you know what? Even if I have some tweaks here, I'm going to give it a go for my new team because they showed me the love, exactly what I wanted, a fully guaranteed contract. I'm going to play it out, Kevin, that he stays in Baltimore, which means that he won't get a long-term deal worked out, which means we're going to be talking about late in August, when is Lamar Jackson actually going to show up to training camp? The vibes will be all wrong. Sure, he's going to perform. But then again, he missed the last two seasons with injuries to end the season. And he goes into this going, hey, look, you paid me about 50 million bucks. Hamstrings a little bit tight here late November. I'm going to need three to four games off at this point. And then we'll do this whole charade in the offseason again. That's why I'm going to say no, because I think the Ravens have dug in here. And this might get really ugly and might not even get turned over. Let's just say Kevin, he gets traded in August. You missed out on all training camp, all OTAs, learning the playbook here. That's mm. why I'm going to say no. But on your theory there, if he gets moved in a couple weeks, absolutely. Because the vibes are going to be there where he's like, you know what? I'm feeling the love. I'm an elite player. I want to get after it now. Here, here is the uh, – it's a great breakdown by you because you're right. If you tell me he stays in a Baltimore uniform, actually, if you tell me that he's just not on a new team by the time we get to the NFL draft, I – probably yep. would would not feel as strongly as I do right now because that's kind of the, that's what you you want to be able to get to this year's draft if he's with the Ravens it's not going to feel as good the reason though too I would also I think you can be cautious on this I am not sure that if he gets traded away from the Ravens a team that has earned a lot of respect in this league that is consistently very very good I am not sure that he lands on again I just keep using the Atlanta Falcons because we know there's a lot of interest I'm not sure he goes to the Falcons and becomes 9-1 to to win the MVP. Because, Donnie, there's going to be probably plenty of people that go, oh, my goodness, that's a way worse situation. I don't, I don't like the Falcons at all. That roster's not good enough. Lamar's not going to be good enough in Atlanta. And maybe 13-1 to goes the other direction. And everything I just said will still stand. Like, I'm very, very okay with Ben Lamar to win MVP if he is an Atlanta Falcon, but I don't think that's going to be the opinion across the board. Some will disagree with that. No, some will disagree with that. And also, how about this angle here for you, K-Dub, with the Ravens? <laughs> Just let Lamar Jackson go. We already have another Pro Bowl quarterback, Kevin, on this roster. Which it was to be the other question, though, <laughs> that is a, a long winding road of figuring out Good what one. in the world the Baltimore Ravens are going to do at the quarterback position. I, the Tyler Huntley option, one, we got to make the Pro Bowl joke for a full season, so that does rock. It feels obvious, but if they do trade Lamar, major cap space should be available to them, right? Plus, they bring in a number of draft picks. Does Baltimore look to enter into, you know, the quarterback sweepstakes for this year's draft? A lot potentially on the table. A fun week of the early line closes out with a tremendous listen up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. 
because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, final segment of the week here for the early line on the Sports Grid Network Sirius XM Channel 159. Both myself, Donnie Wrightside, and Kevin Walls powering through from 7 to 9 a.m. to set the table for the rest of your Sports Grid day, which will include Ben Stevens in the morning after coming right up next. So make sure you stay tuned. College basketball certainly is the focus of our attention here, rolling down the stretch. Some of these conferences that we did take a look at today will have their last basketball games before conference tournament action kicks off next week. Now, the Power Fives, you have to wait a week on that, but a lot is still up for grabs. We even talked about a Saturday afternoon game between Virginia and UNC, the Tar Heels, a big factor there. A lot of these teams need victories here to try to secure a right as an automatic qualifier or an at-large bid here come March Madness time. Also, the NBA back underway. Big time win for the Philadelphia 76ers. Look at those Lakers go. We'll see how they close the season. But I don't even want to talk about that right now. Who says you can't have fun with extremely low totals in college basketball? Listen up. Now, if you weren't focused yesterday on the North Texas Mean Green and the Charlotte 49ers, you were doing it all wrong. Now, the Mean Green came into that game 14-3 and in conference play. And if you take a look at Charlotte, 8-9. and nine. My goodness. You say, well, what's the interesting about that game? Well, it stuck out like a sore thumb. A 109 and a half total for a basketball game. We laugh so many times when teams like Virginia come out like, what is this? 125 and a half? Never seen anything like that in my life. 109 and a half, which only left one option for you if you wanted to play this game. Take the under and see if you can make it all the way through. Halftime was 24-22, and you weren't even out of the woods sitting on that under. The only good thing for me watching this all the way through wasn't an option. You know DRS was fast asleep at the break once I saw 24-22. Woke up to see the final score, 55-49, staying under the total. My goodness, take a look at some of these games. Bet, sit back, sweat it out, and have some fun. Next up, Ben Stevens on the morning end. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.